This essential stuff can describe our style and even give strangers signals about us subconsciously. Even though it falls out frequently, we still have to strive to keep it clean, shiny, and in tip-top shape. So we shampoo it, condition it, brush it, trim it, dye it, and even blow-dry it so we look as sharp as can be. When we get it cut, we suddenly feel so much younger, and our self-confidence even goes up. Just trim it a bit, please. Get ready to hear all about hair on this week's episode of FYI. Welcome to For Your Info. English. You got it. Welcome to another exciting edition of FYI. And today, folks, we're going to take a look at something that all of us have. Some have more than others, but we all have it. And I'm talking about hair, which, by the way, I've heard people pronounce hair. It's hair. In fact, it sounds like another word in English. Do you know what word that is? Did you say hair liebre? Nice job. But we're not here to talk about hares or rabbits or even animals today. We're here to talk about hair. And as always, we're going to take a look at a lot of idiomatic expressions. We'll look at some practical vocabulary and all that jazz. And don't forget about fun facts. And every week, you can have access to an extra episode. That's right, a bonus episode with tons of useful content. And you can get PDF documents with all the vocabulary, expressions, and structures. And if you're in our highest levels, you can get a weekly class with me. And in this class, we go over the key vocabulary of every episode. Plus, we work on different structures, and it's a way to make sure you're getting your weekly dose of English. And for the students in my interstellar level, will you guys even get a monthly private class with me? If you break it down, and to break down is desglosar, you'll see that it's a steal. Es un joyo. If you want more information, you can go to patreon.com slash Alberto Alonso, and you can join our curious community. And you've got options for all levels and all budgets. And before we begin, I'd like to send a shout out to all my students, the ones who are working so hard and having fun in the process, all while they make progress. So a shout out to all my patrons, especially my super duper students, the ones who get a weekly class with me, Lina, Javier, Paco, Roberto, Jose Maria, and Mila. And don't forget about my interstellar students who get all that 
and a monthly private class with me. So a shout out to Carmen, Isa, Paco, David, and Edgar. If you guys want to get more information on how you can join my curious community, go to patreon.com slash Alberto Alonso. It's well worth it. All right, so let's kick off with our intro as we always do. I said this essential stuff can describe our style and even give strangers signals about us subconsciously. Be careful with the word strangers. I've had a student say to me in the past, Alberto, I was in the stranger last weekend. No, no es ese extranjero. A stranger is a person you don't know. If you want to say en el extranjero, you're going to say I was overseas or I was abroad. But just be careful because I've heard a lot of people say abroad and it's not abroad, it's abroad. Say it with me. It's really important that you repeat the vocabulary with me, especially if I highlight a pronunciation thing. And as I always say, if you can pronounce it right once, then you can pronounce it right a million times. And just be careful with that word signals, too. I've heard people say signals. Just be aware of that. Be conscious of it. And that brings us to our next word, subconsciously. That means without even realizing it. Then I said, even though it falls out frequently, and we're going to find out how much hair we lose every day. I said we still have to strive, and to strive is to really try. I think the word in Spanish is esforzarse. We have to strive to keep it clean, shiny, que brille un poco, and in tip-top shape, in buenísima forma. So, we shampoo it. And be careful here, it's not shampoo, it's sh. Shampoo it. We condition it. Really easy. Same as you guys. Acondicionador, I think you say. Or you say suavizante. We use conditioner to condition our hair. Or you can brush it or comb it. Now, I personally don't have enough hair to brush. But we'll talk about hairstyles a little bit later on. Another verb I used was then we trim it. And this is a really, really important verb because we don't go to the hairdressers and say, cut my hair. We say trim it, and that means recortar. Remember, you can always ask them to trim a little bit more, but once they cut off too much hair, it's too late. So always use the word trim, and we use it as a noun too. Today I'm going to the barber for a trim, un recorte. Then what's become more and more popular throughout the years is dyeing your hair. No, don't worry, I'm not talking about la muerte. It sounds the same, but this word is dye, teñir. Well, for us, it's the verb and the noun. So you dye your hair with hair dye. And you even blow dry it so you can look as sharp as can be. And to look sharp is to look great, to look your best. Then I said, when we get it cut... We suddenly feel so much younger, and our self-confidence even goes up. And who hasn't felt this phenomenon before? I remember walking into the hairdressers a bit down in the dumps, and then after a 20-minute session, a quick haircut, I feel like a million bucks. And this is a great expression. This means I feel great. Better than great. And it's true, a haircut can really, really boost our self-confidence. Then I said the famous phrase that you need to know. 
Just trim it a bit, please. So, are you guys ready to hear all about hair? Well, let's start with a little history here. People have always judged us by our appearance, even though they say you shouldn't judge a book by its cover. But let's be honest. When we see somebody, we're instantly looking at their clothes, their hair, their facial hair. We're judging them subconsciously, even if we try not to. So hair has always been a symbol, a status symbol, in fact. It was a marker of identity and social status. It could tell somebody what tribe you were in, or what rank you had, or even your occupation. And I'm sure you guys know about wigs, pelucas. Well, as far back as ancient Egypt and Rome, wigs were a sign of wealth and social standing. And if you guys know, a lot of judges, lawyers, especially in England, they still wear wigs. And perhaps the most famous American in the world wore a wig. Does anybody know who I'm talking about? I'm not talking about Donald Trump. I'm talking about another president. George Washington wore a wig. And wigs have been known since, as I said, Egypt and Rome. The first documented use of hair extensions and wigs, which are a little bit different. A wig is a whole piece, like a toupee, and hair extensions are kind of like adding extra hair. They're very popular these days. Well, they started around 3,400 B.C., and at that time, body hair was a big no-no. If you had body hair, you were nobody. You were a bum. Nevertheless, thick hair on your head was seen as a status symbol. And wigs and hair extensions weren't worn just by women. They were worn by men as well. And very important people wore wigs as well. So politicians, pharaohs, Royalty, now if you wear a wig, it's because you don't have another choice, or perhaps it's Halloween. So there's always been an emphasis on hair with defining who we are. Speaking of defining, let's define hair. We're going to do a little hair 101, lo básico. Hair is, according to the internet, and the internet never lies, any of the fine, thread-like strands growing from the skin of humans, mammals, and some other animals. So thread-like means como un hilo, the same way we say a thread on the internet. And a strand of hair is mecha o mechón. Pero si te pones mechas, those are called highlights. But we'll look at all the different kinds a little bit later on. There are so many different styles, colors, and kinds of hair out there, and we're going to discover them all today. Now, here's a little trivia question for you. About what percent of our total skin area do you think is covered by hair? Did you say 50%? Did you say 75%? No, 95% of our total skin area is covered in hair. Did you know that we were so hairy? Okay, my Uncle Johnny, it's obvious. He looks like a gorilla or looks like he's wearing a sweater when he's got his shirt off at the beach. But on average, 95% of our skin area is covered in hair. The average head contains over 100,000 hair follicles. Another trivia question. How many hairs do you think we lose a day? And let's be honest, 
We've all looked in the drain after our shower and said, "Uh uh-oh, I lost a lot of hair today. Well, we lose anywhere between 50 and 100 hairs a day. Now, don't worry, that doesn't mean that you're balding. That's natural. In fact, they consider balding when you lose 50% of your hair. All right, another question over here. How much do you think your hair grows in an average day or in an average month? Between 0.3 and 0.5 millimeters per day. That's about one centimeter a month. And we used the word strand before. Strands of hair are truly fascinating things. In fact, a single strand of human hair can support up to 6.5 pounds of weight. Now, I know what you're thinking, Europeans. What does that mean to me? That means nothing. Well, that's around three kilos in your language. And if we look at a single strand of hair, the outermost layer is the cuticle. Outermost is el más afuera, más exterior. The middle layer is the cortex. And this is the source of the strength, elasticity, and pigment. And the innermost layer is the medulla. And chemically speaking, about 80% of human hair is formed by keratin. And another fun fact about hair, it is the second fastest growing tissue in the body after bone marrow. I think you call it tuetano, marrow. And the normal growth cycle of a single strand of hair can last anywhere from two to six years. So tomorrow, when you get a haircut, the barber might be cutting hair that has been growing on your head for five or six years. And if you noticed, everybody's got these kind of spirals going on in their head. And that's due to the angle of the hair follicles. They call this the hair stream. And this is what creates a cowlick, for example. A cowlick in Spanish es un remolino. It's when your hair just kind of sticks up. It looks like it was licked by a cow. It makes sense. We'll be back in a flash. Hey guys, this is your girl Lira, and you're listening to Self-Reflection Podcast. Thank you guys for joining me on another episode of Self-Reflection Podcast. I hope this podcast episode finds you in the best possible state that you can be in for yourself today. Um, you know, and if you're not doing your best, I hope you know you find some time to care for your mental health, physical health, emotional health, spiritual health, and your psychological health. You know, I hope you find some time to do some self-reflection. Um, just gather yourself and you know find the best possible way you can deal with what you're dealing with in this moment, right? Or if you notice sometimes you can part your hair better to one side, well, that's all due to your hair stream. And that's due to the angle at which your hair follicles grow. Another word that comes to mind when we talk about hair is your scalp. And your scalp is the cuero cabelludo. And they say it's just as important to take care of your scalp as your hair. Let's take a look at some colors. Now, probably the darkest color is jet black. I think you say negro azabeche or something like that, I remember. Well, jet black is really, really black. And the other side of the spectrum is platinum blonde. And in between, you've got brown, you've got dark brown hair, 
chestnut brown, castaño, strawberry blonde. Have you heard this one? I know you know the word blonde. Well, strawberry blonde is como un rubio rojizo. And speaking of redheads, do you know what percentage of the world's population has red hair naturally? We're not talking about dying hair now. Only 4% of the world's population has natural red hair. And most of them live in Scotland. No, I'm just kidding. I'm not sure about that last part. And another way we call a redhead is a ginger. You gotta be careful with that one because sometimes people are sensitive and they may not like it. So you can always say redhead. And where does hair get its color from? It gets its color from the pigment melanin. This is the same agent that colors our skin and our eyes. Oh, and we forgot to mention gray hair. You say canas, we say gray hair, gris. And I have to say, I am graying. My beard is gray, my head is gray. But wait a second, it seems to be working out for George Clooney, okay? What else? And Sean Connery, well, here's a little fun fact. Gray hair is not really gray. It is the absence of color in the hair that makes it appear white or opaque. And that's about it for colors. Let's take a look at different kinds of hair. You've got straight hair. Some people have naturally straight hair. Other people straighten it. Then you've got curly hair. And some people have naturally curly hair. And some people curl it. Isn't that funny? Everybody's trying to get the hairdo they don't have. Oh, and hairdo is another way to say hairstyle. Then you've got wavy hair, which isn't exactly like curly. Curly is one thing, con rizos, and wavy is más como con ondas. It's not really straight, it's wavy. My hair gets wavy when it gets long. And then obviously you've got short hair, long hair. We'll take a look at the hairstyles in a moment. You've also got different textures. You've got greasy hair, you've got dry hair. Which, by the way, if you've noticed, the older you get, the drier your hair gets. Also, if you're like me, then your hair starts thinning and you start to go bald. And you have that receding hairline, which leaves you with a very pronounced widow's peak. And the same way we say the word hairline, don't forget about the neckline. I always ask my wife to fix my neckline to make it look good. Because I don't know if you guys know this, but I give myself haircuts. Oh, which brings me to another point. You don't know how many times I've heard students say, Alberto, yesterday I cut my hair. I said, really? I didn't know you knew how to cut hair. So be careful. We don't say, I cut my hair. A no ser que lo hagas tú. Which, in my case, I cut my hair. Well, not me. It's a machine. Clippers, as we call them. But my wife... She shaves the neckline. But you don't want to say, I cut my hair, if you went to a hairdresser or a barber. In that case, you would say, I got a haircut. And the joke, the old school joke there is, did you get a haircut yesterday? Yeah, a couple of them. <laughs> hey, that joke is as old as hair itself. And now we'll go on over to some popular hairdos. 
Now, there are as many hairdos or hairstyles as there are kinds of people in the world. As we said before, it's a way you define yourself. If you like punk rock music, you'll have a mohawk. You call it una cresta. We call it a mohawk, like the Mohawk Indians. But let's start off with ladies' hairdos. One word that always comes up when we're talking about hairstyles is bangs. What? She bangs, she bangs, she bangs. Like Ricky Martin? No, no, bangs in Spanish. Ooh, I can't remember the word now. Oh, right, flequillo, flequillo. Well, in American English, we call them bangs. Si tienes flequillo, you have bangs. Now, if you speak British English, they call it fringe. So some people, men and women, have bangs and others don't. Another popular hairstyle is the bob. And this is kind of a, a haircut where the hair is cut above the shoulders. That's another way that we can tell the hairdresser what we want. Shoulder length, below the shoulders, above the shoulders. But a bob reminds me of the cut that they all had on the show Friends. Oh, and by the way, if you haven't listened to the Friends episode of FYI, you're going to love it. Rest in peace, Chandler Bing. Then you've got the bun, and this is uh, a hairstyle where they tie it in the back, and it looks like a, a little bun, un panecillo. You call this one un moño. Then you've got the perm, which has come back. All of a sudden, the perm is in style again, el permanente. And when I was a kid, only girls got perms. But now I see a lot of these young guys walking around with perms. I think the world is upside down. And there's always that debate when we talk about the length of hair. Okay, longer is nice. As we said, all throughout history, the longer your hair was, the higher you were in society. Now, we know that's not true these days, but still, long hair is valued. But what about the hassle? The longer your hair is, the more time you have to put into it. You have to groom it. I think the word is aciclar. We use this word a lot when we're talking about hair. And to groom is to keep it looking nice. And the word hassle is stress. I know just with my daughter, I spend 10 minutes every morning just brushing her hair to get the knots out. And I try not to hurt her. Another thing we talk about when we talk about hair is dead ends or split ends. And this is when the hair kind of dies at the end and it kind of dries out. Also, another option for girls with long hair who don't want to deal with it, you can tie it in a ponytail or perhaps pigtails. That's one on each side. My daughter really loves braids. And sometimes she asks me, Poppy, can you braid my hair? And I'm like, that's your mother's department. I'm pretty good at combing her hair. In fact, a lot of times she says, Poppy, can you do it? And I said, sure. As I said, you have to do it with TLC because everybody knows that uh, combing knotty hair is not fun. <coughs> and as I said before, there are so many different hairstyles out there, but those are some of the most common ones. Let's take a look at some hairstyles for men. My favorite one is the mullet. I don't know if you know this one in Spanish, but I know you recognize it. It's the one that Patrick Swayze had. Well, I guess everybody in the 80s had a mullet, even Mel Gibson. And that's when it's short in the front and long in the back. It's kind of a redneck look these days. But it's an internet meme. I think there's even a website, mullets.com. One of my favorite styles is spiky, de puntas. 
I remember the first time I had spiky hair because my mother used to tell me, Alberto, you have to have your hair combed and nice. It's got to look presentable. And she used to give me a bowl cut. Que literalmente ponen un bol en la cabeza. And finally, I rebelled. So look at that. Even a hairstyle can be seen as rebellion. And since my mom was kind of a control freak with my hair, the day I could, I had spiky hair. I dyed it every color under the sun. And for me, it was a form of expression and a way to rebel against my folks. So I've always liked spiky hair. But now my hair is thinning, especially in the crown, and it doesn't look as good. So lately I've been sporting a crew cut or a buzz cut where I keep it really, really tight. I don't shave it down all the way, but I have what we call a buzz cut or a crew cut. One of my favorites, which is associated more with spiky hair, is bedhead. Bedhead is that look like you just got out of bed. I think Johnny Depp was a pioneer with that look. Then you've got the comb over. Guys, don't do the comb over. If you go bald on your crown, don't try and comb the rest of the hair over it. We know you're doing it. Bald is beautiful, guys. Shave it down. Another very common way to wear your hair is to slick it back. I think of the guys in Greece, and this is engominarlo. Then you've got the fade, which is very important. I love the fade. And the fade means that it gradually gets bushier, your hair. So when you're by your ears, it's down very low. But as you go up, it fades or it tapers, as they call it. A tapered look is when you have more on top and the sides in the back are shaved down a little bit lower. And then you've got dreadlocks, which you guys call rastas, but we don't call them rastas. We call them dreadlocks. I guess that makes sense because a lock of hair is una mecha de pelo. Or bucle, it says over here. Another one that I love but I can't grow because I don't have that kind of hair is a fro. A fro is a short way to say an afro. Well, either way, whatever look you like, make sure you take care of your hair just like you take care of the rest of your body. And we'll wrap up this episode with an idiomatic expression. We'll take a look at many more in the bonus part. But I'm sure you're going to recognize this idiomatic expression. Let your hair down. I think it's even a song in Spanish. Sueltate el pelo. So folks, when you're studying English, when you're listening to the podcast, let your hair down, relax, and enjoy it. I sure hope you enjoyed this week's episode, and I hope you'll join us in the bonus episode of this week's F.Y.I.